Good morning, good morning, and welcome again to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I'm your host, Marsha A. Sullivan, and I thank you for joining and tuning in to listen to another wonderful episode of Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. Uh, today, we're going to talk about just uh, peace today. Peace is so necessary for the times in which we're living in, these perilous times, And if you do really don't know who the Lord is, it's going to be hard for one to really find peace. But as you're coming to knowing and walking and abiding with God and allowing his spirit to fill you and live on the inside, then you find it more easy to experience peace. Peace is simply a state of being. It's a state of being no matter what kind of circumstance or situation you find yourself in. It's a state of being. And when we don't have peace, we can really, uh, people can see it and others can see it because it will begin to display in our actions, in our behavior, in our attitudes. And so when we are not walking or filled with the fruit of the Spirit, then that means something is lacking, especially peace. But, you know, peace is a big part of it. But there were other fruits of the spirit like love and joy. Joy is often associated with peace. And when we don't have peace, there can be no joy. There can be no love. There can be no abundance. There can be nothing overflowing in your life. So if you want to experience peace in your life, then I have some scriptures that will help us together because sometimes you may have peace, but the enemy, the adversary, the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy will oftentimes try to rob us, not only of God's word and his truth, but he will try to come as a thief to rob us of God's peace. And so as children of God, we have to be constantly reminded to put on the whole armor, but to also make sure we have the part of peace where we're being guarded. And that that's the shield of faith. It didn't say the peace of faith, but in Ephesians, I believe chapter six, it says the shield of faith, because that's what's going to guard our hearts. But God said in the book of Philippians that he wants to guard, he wants to do something with peace he wants to guard he wants to guard our hearts he wants to guard our hearts with his peace and there is nothing more beautiful than allowing the power of the holy spirit to guard our hearts and it says the peace of god will guard your hearts is found in philippians 4 6 through 7 where god has used uh, Paul to write because Paul was in prison and his state of being, though he was enchained in prison, spiritually he was not bound. Though physically he, he was, but Paul understood having peace even within the prison walls. So his circumstances did not hinder him from experiencing the peace of God. And sometimes you know, when we're not trusting the Lord, our circumstances will hinder us from experiencing God's peace. But Paul is a great example because this was a man who 
who who put his faith and his trust so much in the Lord that as he's writing his letters to the Philippians, he's encouraging and he's thanking them with a grateful heart. And he's telling them something to, to do so that they would not find themselves really depressed. And he's saying to them, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Now, this is coming from a man who has been beaten, who has been shipwrecked, who has been lied on. I mean, just for the name and the sake of the gospel, for for preaching the gospel, for, for preaching God's truth, he has found himself in all kind of manners of situations. But even in the midst, Paul has a different kind of attitude and a different perspective. He says, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so Paul could only, Paul knew that the only way that he was going to be guarded really is by keeping his mind truly centered in Christ. And not only that, but apart for him to be guarded, is to was to be rooted in God's truth and God's love, his fruit of the spirit, because he recognized that God wanted to give his peace freely to those who was willing to believe and accept this truth. And so Paul was expressing his his thanks to the to the men and women of God, to his brothers and sisters in Christ with such humility. He was not thinking about himself or his situation, but as he was writing his letter from prison, Paul was able to continue forth in his ministry. He was able to experience God's peace. He was able to find happiness, not as the world gives, but only as God gives us. And the peace of God was present with him right there in that jail cell. And it did, despite Paul's suffering, God was still faithful. And Paul was able to convince those who received his letter that Jesus' peace had the power to guard his heart and mind. So Paul was actually being a, a, a living testimony, if you will, to what happens when we experience God's peace in our lives. That peace is contagious because what the world doesn't understand is that whatever circumstance you're, you're going through, how can you have peace in your mind in a prison cell? first and foremost the world can't seem to comprehend that but it's something great that only God can do in our lives uh, when we put our trust in him because he becomes our Lord and that's simply what Paul did when he was actually writing to the Philippians to the church Um, another thing that that I love about 
that I love what God reminds us as we kind of turn over into the book of Romans. It, it captures our hearts with even more knowledge because in this book, God reminds us about the spirit and the life. And what we what we need to understand is that peace is one thing, but if we're not operating in the spirit of truth, we won't experience peace of God. We will not experience that peace. And Romans help us to understand that by living life in the spirit. And if you go to chapter 8 of Romans, verse 6, you would see where it says, So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. And this is so true because I can really relate to this in my own personal walk with the Lord. Anytime I allow the sinful nature to control my mind and not walk with the power of the Holy Spirit, I can find myself allowing the enemy to come in and take away God's peace that he's given his children as a gift because he wants us to experience that peace. But when we're not living life in the spirit, then we leave cracks for the enemy to come in and to to uh, bring death where God wants there to be peace, to bring confusion, to bring strife, to bring division, to bring all of the things that are not of God. Because as, as sons and daughters, we're supposed to be overflowing with God's power, with God's love and his fruit of the spirit. But when we're not doing life in the spirit, we can't. We're under sin's control. We're under Satan's control. And when we're operating under that, we won't be able to find peace in our lives. So I encourage you today to receive God's peace and operate in his spirit that he's given all of us to operate in because most importantly, God wants to really guard our hearts. And the last thing that I want to close with is by sharing you uh, sharing you this last verse about peace, where it talks about Romans 15 through 13. It says, may the Lord fill you with joy and peace. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Know that peace and joy coincides together. You can't have one without the other. And this is a gift from above. God wants to fill us with his joy and his peace only as we trust in him. That's what that scripture says. It says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow like a river you know i think of a river because i love water a, a river or ocean or sea is not lacking any streams of water it's overflowing in abundance and this is an example of how god wants our hearts to be filled with that kind of joy and peace he says to the point that we overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit 
So you have to ask yourself today, if you're not at peace, what have you allowed to enter in your life that is taking your peace? Or maybe you not maybe you haven't allowed anything to enter into your life. Maybe you've experienced some some situations. I know a relative is hurting because she's lost somebody that is dear to her heart, a mother, and her peace has been taken. Not by because she let someone in, but it's a circumstance for which she could not control. And it's taken away her peace. And so some of you listening today may have experienced I'm sorry, experiencing situations that you cannot control. Some some things are in God's sovereign will. Death is one of those things that 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 is really tough to understand. What is God's will when we lose somebody that we really love? But even in the midst of those things, God is saying, "I am your peace. I am your peace." I am your comforter. I'm your healer. I'm the one that, in spite of all that you've experienced in this life, I'm the one that that can still be trusted. So I want to pray today uh, just for everyone who's listening. I want to pray for the nations and those who feel as if though the enemy has come to temper, to take away your peace. I want you to know that God does not want it to be that way. At every season in your life, God wants you to experience his peace. His peace that surpasses all understanding, his rest. So Father, we come to you today to lift up those that are in mourning, whose hearts are heavy, to those who have lost loved ones or to those who have experienced rejection abandonment oh god to those who have even opened up a doorway for the enemy to come in because they're not really living life as you said we should in the spirit so that we would not fulfill the things of the flesh but the things of the spirit father have mercy today god God, speak to your your sons and your daughters' hearts. God, we invite your peace to come in into our lives, oh, Father God. Lord, we repent of anything, God, any anger, any bitterness, oh, God, any sinful deeds, Lord, that will cause your peace to leave our hearts. Lord, we thank you, God, that you are a God who who looks after our hearts. Your intent is to safeguard our hearts and to fill us with your spirit, Lord, because we know that in order to operate, we need to be filled with your spirit. We need to be filled with your peace and your joy, God. And so I pray for you to just do an outpouring today, God, in those who lack it, in their hearts, in their homes, on their jobs, God, wherever they they are going, whatever you send them, God, may you allow them to find peace no matter what the circumstances are, God. May, may your glory reign with them, God, as they put their trust in you, Father God. 
Lord, I lift up my cousin today, Lord, the one that is hurting and, and all of my relatives that is hurting because we've all lost someone who is really close to us, oh, Father God. Lord, I pray for you to give my family peace. God, the world needs peace, God. God, I lift up Ukraine to you, Lord. They need peace in their country. Families, children, leaders, oh, Father God. God, may you bring peace and hope in such an hour and a time for which they can't really see it, God. But God, help them to believe that even in those perilous times, that you are still a God who knows how to give peace. And God, I thank you for the letters for which Paul has written as a reminder for us to walk and still trust you. No matter if we're in prison, no matter if we're experiencing death, no matter if we're under persecution, rejection, God, you still want to give us that peace. God, I thank you for the peace of God. I thank you, God, that when we experience your peace, we can truly rest and not be moved by the cares of this life, not be moved by the lies of the enemy, God. But God, you've given us your word as a means to speak with authority and reject every lie of the enemy, God. God, just lavish today upon your people peace. We need it in our schools, systems, in our government. We need it in our homes, God. We need it in our church. We need it in the ministries, oh Father God. God, we need it everywhere, God. So God, let the peace of God reign today, God. As you pour out your spirit, God, fill and subdue the earth, oh Father God. And God, we thank you for your unfailing love and the fact that you've come to give us hope, joy, and peace. May we experience that today and forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. I thank you for tuning in this morning and I pray that you were blessed by this message if you get a chance may you tune in on Monday I will have something more to share with you and I pray that you would go in peace and in the love of Christ and it's in Jesus name and God bless you and make his face shine upon you I pray all these things amen